0: We have no idea what this guy's saying. I can make fun of your speech impediment. We're pretty sure he's talking pro-wrestling. Well, at least we hope so. Tonight's show will be dedicated to everyone who has been affected by this terrible incident. You're listening to Spare Change on WrestlingAudio.com. And there's nothing worse than a superstar who peaks too early. Welcome to WrestlingAudio.com. My name's Dangerous Dave and you're listening to Spare Change. This is going to be a... Well, it's going to be a a mixed bag version of spirit change. I do apologise, recently there's been a lack of spirit change or anything from myself. I've had a few um, things I've had to deal with, uh, work-wise, life-wise, everything else. As always, the only thing you really missed out on was me whinging about backlash, but really, you don't, you didn't really miss much of me whinging about um how a double count should never be, how a our championship match ends. But... um. Uh, as always, going to get in touch with me. Easiest ways on Twitter at DGS316, or the resting on the website, the Facebook page. Lots of ways to get in touch with me. So I'm going to be uh, doing my sort of preview, sort of um, predictions of the Money in the Bank uh, pay per view. I'm just going to be giving my thoughts on a couple of stories that have happened in the last um, well couple of weeks, or so not not really in the last week or so. But um, first up, I'm going to be talking about the. I know the guys have already talked about this. Was the idea of Shawn Michaels saying he might do one more match. And all, all the thoughts about, well, who will that be with? And I'm always cagey when people say they want to do one more match. And it's more a case of, it's not about whether they can do it. I'm sure Shawn Michaels, you know, when he retired, I mean, he even said, you know, he still had maybe, you know, he had more matches in him. Same with Ric Flair when he retired and then obviously went to TNA. I think Shawn Michaels, if he was able to call a shot. I'm sure he would be able to book you know, himself another match, maybe him in a retirement match with The Undertaker again and maybe have The Undertaker lose that time and then finally retire him against Daniel Bryan. There are a lot of people who are saying, oh, you know, it'll be Daniel Bryan because it'll be the whole mentor versus student kind of thing. Or it'll be, you know, there's a lot of people, AJ Styles, obviously. Um, and I, I think it would be a good idea, but I just... It's that whole worry about. I'm sure it will still be great. You know, Shawn Michaels has always been consummate professional. I think. I don't think he would come back if he didn't think he could go. Person, that that's. Really, I didn't, didn't really have much to say other than just to comment on whether I think it would be a good idea. I think you know. I'm I'm sure as long as it is one more match and it's not just a cash grab thing. If it, if it's significant, uh, if it is literally just you know, he's there for for a paycheck, then I don't want that to happen. I know he's currently, um, he's going to be promoting the the British uh, tournament thing that's going to be happening here in the next uh, month or so, which uh, maybe that's got something to do with it. But um, I don't, it, it doesn't, buzz me in any way, uh, whether he comes back or not. Shawn Michaels was always one of those guys that he was the greatest in the ring, but he never really did much for me. I always just considered him to be to be, to be great. Um, and that was my sort of thoughts on that. Next up I have, basically, um, we don't even need to do any votes or anything. The greatest match of 2018 has just taken place with Kenny Omega uh, against... I'm not even going to pretend someone to pronounce his first name, but I know it's Okada... In a two out of three falls match at Dominion at the Osaka Joe Hall. It was, I'm surprised. Um, there's a couple of things I was surprised. I was surprised that this wasn't like one of those sort of Tokyo Dome things. When I actually saw the the event, it, I think only about 10,000 people there. I think I looked at Wikipedia, it was about eleven, twelve thousand 12,000 people this seemed like something that would fill out a an arena, you know, like they do with the Tokyo Zone and all those things. But uh, it was really surprising that they didn't do that. Um, for me, this match was probably one of the greatest matches I have ever seen, and I think it's kind of almost like a blase thing these days when you talk about Kenny Omega and Okada. I don't think, it's bizarre. I don't know whether it's just not been updated or, or anything, but I don't know whether Dave Meltzer gave this five stars or he's been recently given like their match, Kenny Omega matches anywhere like six and a half and six port and five and a half. All these sort of above five star. I personally think this was one of the greatest matches and the, the match comparison I'm going to give it to is to Randy Savage and Ricky Steamboat. I came into this match knowing the result. I knew that Kenny Omega had won. It didn't take anything away from this match. And I think that's why I really, really enjoyed it. I didn't know how the fall went. I do not know who won the first fall, that type of thing. Uh, I presumed it would be... Um, actually, I, I I thought it was going to be uh, Omega winning the first one, and then, you know, Okada, and then it would be, like, the final one. Uh, I knew it, would, it wouldn't be, like, two falls in a row type of thing, and then that would be it. I knew it would at least go to the third fall. Um, and I recently... my My little daughter... Uh, we were messing around with my phone and she was messing around with the WWE app because she was messing with the histings things on my phone and she logged into the WWE app and I was like, you know what, if that's the case if you're going to click on the WWE app I'm going to make sure the first thing you watch is the greatest match of all time and she, we, we sat there, she's only one year old and so she didn't know what she was watching we watched Steamboat versus Savage And she does this cute thing, and I'm a dad now, you know, I'm going to go into dad mode, so all you dads will probably say the same thing. She does this thing now where if people fall over, she sort of slaps the top of her head, you know, like it's like a mistake, like almost like a face palm type thing. And it is the cutest thing in the world, and she did it multiple times during the Savage Steamboat Match. And the thing I love, I've probably said this many times, the thing I love about the Savage Steamboat Match is no matter how many times I've watched it, and I've watched it probably hundreds of times, I can never predict how that match ends. It's like it's almost like, as a gift to me, it has blurred the ending. Um, I don't know how that match ends. You know, I can tell you almost move for move how Shawn Michaels vs. Stone Cold ends, or Ultimate Warrior vs. Hogan, you know, those type of matches. But this match, for some reason, I don't know whether it's just I like block it out or I'm st- I'm always stunned by it. And Maybe I think it's somewhat, it comes somewhere else and comes, but I never predict when that final fall it actually is, and I think that's why I love it so much. And I think I, I thought the same about this match. There were points where moves seemed like they were going to end it, and it didn't, and then this happened, and it didn't, and it really had that kind of you know, my heart was in my mouth throughout the entire match, and even though I knew the ending as I do with Steamboat Savage, I know how it ends. I know Steamboat wins. But I don't know when and when and how. And I think this was probably I'd be very surprised. The only thing I'm I'm probably, probably gonna if they don't, they'll give it to another Arcada or another um like the Kenny Omega Jericho match. I'd be very surprised if it doesn't win like match of the year because I think the way they set it up, the 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 brilliance of it. I I was really surprised uh, by the match itself, and I say I watched it, um, and it was on some weird uh, like YouTube feed where it was some guy commentating over it in Japanese. I know they do do like an English version, so I don't know whether I can pick that up somewhere, but I just I, I thought it was amazing. I, I literally I didn't I just switched the sound off and I just watched it silently. I'll be reviewing in another Spirit Change, um, probably the next one, the the unreleased Macho Man uh, DVD. And a lot of them are like silent house shows. And I've always said, they kind of, you know, when you don't hear JR or, or Mean Joe Not Dreaming, a gorilla Monsoon Jesse, or Jesse, whoever it is, uh, it's very difficult to sort of get into a match. So, for me, I mean, as I say, I think this, is, if you haven't watched it, it is available. There's a couple of YouTube uh, feeds up. So I, I did one with, uh, I found one which had a Japanese, I don't know if they've done one with uh, like an American, I'm, I'm presuming they would. Uh, but if you can get to watch it, I definitely would recommend it. Uh, it's very rare. Um, I, I, I like Kenny Omega, he was my number one pick uh in my touch in the, the top 25 that makes the top 50 and I kind of always felt ro- that that like it was wrong for me to pick him that, it, I, that I felt kind of markish in a way that you know I'm picking him and I'm picking Carter and people like that I really liked Carter in this match I said in when I did my my breakdown of my 25 that I didn't really ever connect with Carter. I really did within this match so I think it's probably one of the best performances from both of them and um Hopefully this leads to bigger and better things, and as if they they could. Um, but the one thing that may lead to, and I'm just going to jump into this, is of course maybe the return of CM Punk. Obviously, CM Punk has just lost his second second UFC fight in a row, and it, basically on the on the press conference, I mean Dana Dana White, UFC owner president, what well, I don't know what he what his role is. Um, he's like the like the leader. Basically, in his press conference, says you know he's thirty nine. I think that's it. I think he's done. And really, when you look at how much money he's made compared to amateurs in UFC, I mean, there's people who are you know they're, they're you know, they're on fight like five, six, seven, eight, and they're still not making the kind of money that CM Punk does. You know, in his first in his first fight, he won, so like, like his purse was like five hundred thousand. Despite the fact that you know, he did he lost plus he wasn't even in the main event, plus you know, he got paid more than like whoever it was who was in the main event. Um, and I understand it, because obviously he brought massive amounts of publicity and eyes and everything like that. I think probably Dana White's probably realised that he doesn't have that big of a following when you actually break it down. We all love CM Punk, but when you break down that, well, yeah, do we really want to see him do an MMA? And I watched that, that uh, the UFC fight. I don't think it was as one side as everyone makes out. I think, you know, I think you, I, I forget if it was round one or round two, there was one of the rounds where he really did seem like he had control, you know, the, you know, I'm not a huge MMA guy. I don't really, I don't really know much about it, uh, if I'm honest. Um, but I, I thought, I think it was either round one or round two, he did have good control of it. I think it definitely shouldn't have been unanimous three rounds. I think he should have won at least one of them. Whether he is having another round, like another match, I, I don't know. I mean, I mean Brock Lesnar took him three, I think it was about three or four fights before he became the UFC legend that he is. Um, so maybe they do give him one more chance. Maybe they, I mean, I, maybe it's the weight thing because you know, he's welterweight and maybe he needs to be down a weight or up a weight or... I I don't know. I mean, maybe there's something about... But the upshot is maybe if he does go, he goes to Japan. He goes to Kenny Omega and we get a dream match. I don't know if they've ever faced each other. They may have done in sort of the single... Like the indie days, you know, of Ringo On and that type of thing. I don't... I've not seen anything between the two of them. Not that I've been able to find... But it would be great to see, you know, the idea would, and, you know, at least, you know, he he made some interviews saying he said I'm done with wrestling, and I kind of want him to say, are you really done with wrestling? Or are you done with WWE? Yeah, I understand. I mean, when you think, I mean, you know, you know obviously he's not going to go to Impact. We know that, you know, there's no money there. But if you look at it from the point of view, of like AJ Styles, and he made more money in New Japan than he did like this entire run in uh, in TNA or impact. So maybe that's a low for him. I mean it is very I mean when I watched that match um with Omega and Okada, it was very stiff. I mean I was very surprised at how brutal some of that was and maybe that might ignite CM Punk some way that it does feel real and hopefully it does. Hopefully that's, that's where we go with CM Punk and that is where we get, you know, he, we get him back. Um, you know, he fails, unfortunately with, um, with, you know, and, and you know, he went and he tried and it's, you know, we're not going to sort of knock him for it because at the end of the day, you know, he, as I say he is 39. It's not exactly, you know, a, a young man's sport, um, whether he whether he can go on to, to bigger and better things, uh, we shall have to see. Next up, we have my thoughts on uh, on oh, my predictions on the Money in the Bank uh, review that's coming up. Uh, I actually thought it was last week, and I hate when WWE does this, where they will start promoting the Money in the Bank. And what they're actually promoting is a rerun of the, what the previous week this is on. Maybe it's just the UK thing on the network, but I thought it was last week. So I was all geared up to watch it last week. And, um, and then it, it it came on and I realised that it was the one from last year. And they've done it to me previously. I think they did it with the Royal Rumble a couple of years ago. Um, maybe I'm just, maybe I just need to read things properly. But um, the Money in the Bank... Is a, another pay per view where we're not going to see Brock Lesnar. In there's a joke recently. There's a Father's Day here in the UK is coming up. I don't know if it's the same day in the US. So the, it's like the shop zone has put on, you know, um, you have these you know, some gifts for Father's Day, and someone's made a comment saying, "Yeah, maybe we should get the Universal Champion uh, Championship belt for my dad because much like the Universal Champion, my dad wasn't around either." Um, and I think there's a part of me that really, that needs to be addressed. You know, it really does. You know, there's, a, there's a, there was a stat that said, Brock has not wrestled a match on Raw since 2002. Now, I don't know if that's true or not. And I kind of think it probably is. And I think Tommy Dreamer commented saying, no, I'm ever going to get my rematch. But if that's true, and he is only wrestling pay views views he's only coming to promote uh, at Raw, he's only coming for like... Me- melees and and uh, con- your confrontations and that—that's really bad. You know, I understand. You know him not wanting to. You know, he- if it's a case, I mean, uh, they-, they never really reveal what Brock Lesnar's contract is. If it is literally a case of this is all they can afford is six matches or four matches or whatever it is, that's fine. Take that belt off him because it really is getting to the point of it being ridiculous. You know, it's it's not even you know when you especially you know if he was on SmackDown, I can understand it. I can understand it because with this you know, SmackDown is treated like the B team anyway. But this is the, the your main you know you know I can't imagine if, if this had happened during the Attitude Era, WCW would have won. If it was a case of the the W you know the yeah you know, at the time if it was like Stone Cold only appeared once every three months. And and he only wrestled at like certain pay per views. The, the WCW would have won. I mean, that's just place place and fact. You know, I understand, but when when people are looking at why is house show shows dropping, it's because they're not seeing the champion. It's because if you told me, you know, they obviously they're doing the 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 events here in the UK. If you told me Brock Lesnar's going to be there, I might buy a ticket because I've never seen Brock Lesnar wrestle. I've never I never have, but it'd be nice to see that. If you told me Brock Lesnar will be at the Raw show, I will buy that ticket. But you can't guarantee that, and because of that, quite frankly, I'm I'm not that. Yeah, you know, I am interested in some ways, but no, it, it doesn't excite me the way if you told me Brock Lesnar was wrestling, I would. Anyway, um, so on, on to the Money in the Bank. Uh, I'm just going to go through a couple of the matches or the matches on there. So here we've got Daniel Bryan versus Big Cass, and I just don't, I don't, I don't get what this feud's about. I really don't. I don't. I don't understand what this feud is about. And there's a part of me that wants to say, look, now that Enzo has been exonerated, and hopefully that's a one hundred percent, he never did it. Yeah, you know, I hope this isn't just the case that he didn't have any evidence. So, but I, I kind of want, you know, Enzo to to, to come to WWE. I, I think that would be a come just come back, rejoin with Big Cass, and give us those entrances that we popped for, you know, what two years ago. It'll be an okay match. It won't be anything special. That's that'll be my opinion of this. Probably Big Cass is going to win because he needs something. It's it, it. I just don't don't get it. Seth Rollins versus Elias for the IC Belt. I think this is going to be a good match. I don't think it's going to be the like the, the barn blazer that most of the IC belt matches have being. I think it'll be a great great match. I just don't think it'll be like like the, a lot of the other ones. I just think I don't want to the The problem I have with Elias versus Seth Rollins, and I'm, it's going to sound horrible, they both look alike. If you told me Elias was Seth Rollins's big brother, I'd believe it because they do look almost identical—same beard, hair, same more or less same outfit. The only difference is one of them, um, one of them's carrying the IC belt, and one's carrying a guitar. If he wins. The only the only reason it would it would be great is obviously just to move Elias up and get Seth Rollins into back into the main event, but because he's not in that, um, the only thing I can think of as a prediction would be um, Elias wins and then Swan is taken out of the Money in the Bank and he takes that place. Seth Rollins takes that place. Um, I think Elias is. I, I think Elias will win this one. I think he deserves. You. Know, he's got enough traction behind him for him to 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 have a credible um run. Maybe bring the honky-tonk man into it again. See, see if that brings up anything. Bobby Lashley versus Sami Zayn. Well, we all know, obviously, the whole feud with this has already won the Gooker of the Year uh, with the whole dressing up as sisters or whatever, whatever that was. And I, I, I feel sorry for Bobby Lashley. Um, I feel sorry for Sami Zayn as well because I, I doubt he's got any say in this. Um, and I just think it's going to be one of the, it's going to be an okay match. It's just going to be nothing special. Um, I think Bobby Lashley should win it, but it'll probably be Sami Zayn or some it's to make the feud carry on. The tag belts, uh, SmackDown tag belts, uh, the Bludgeon Brothers versus Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson needs to be Gallows and Anderson. It needs to have they need some traction back into them, um, just for them to start meaning something again. And I kind of really do hope that's the case. Roman Reigns versus Jinder Mahal. Oh, could I care any less for a match like this? I mean, you got Jinder Mahal who doesn't deserve like a Roman Reigns rub, and then you got Roman Reigns who doesn't deserve a rub at all. Uh, I mean, I just I don't understand what this match is supposed to do. Um, which is a shame. Uh, Carmella versus Asuka for the SmackDown belt. I just, I, I feel like this will be the match where if I watch this live, it, the, the minute, the second Carmella wins, I'll be switching off. Because the last thing we need right now is Carmella to hold a title victory over someone who was undefeated for nearly, what, nearly two years. I just, I mean, I, I was shocked when Carmella won it, won it anyway. I, I hate her in the ring. Uh, you know, she's a heel and I get it. She's got that Vicky Guerrero, really bad heat, but there's only so much of her I can take. And to take, Asuka has fallen so far since her um, her loss from Charlotte, that really, if Carmella has a victory against her, this is, this is going to be bad. This is, you know, I, I mean, I, I'm probably not going to watch it live because I'm, I don't really see the you know I I, I don't I, I don't enjoy it as much as I would like to think um, I would. I'll probably try and watch it sort of during the day. Um, you know I enjoyed the Greatest Royal Rumble um, simply because of the whole um, the the fact that it was it wasn't like two o'clock in the morning. Um, but I might I might watch it depends on obviously what's going on with life, the universe, and everything. But really, if if Carmella wins this match, unless it is spectacular. You know, a whole running DQ massive thing like that. I'm really going to be switching off. Um Singles match, Raw Women's Champion versus uh, so it's Nia Jax versus Ronda Rousey. Why is this happening again? I mean, I I don't I don't get it. I watched a few of the bits and pieces, and I don't understand why they're. It's almost like Ronda Rousey's forgotten that she's meant to be feuding with Stephanie McMahon. I thought that would carry on for a bit. I thought Nijax would carry on feuding with Alexa Bliss or whoever. Doesn't matter who it is. Not Ronda Rousey. You know, not in a second match. She doesn't she doesn't deserve a title match in a second match. You know, maybe if she'd been in the money in the bank and then she got the money in the bank, yeah, fine, whatever. But this just I just this feels like too soon. And I, I'm I'm getting the feeling that Ronda Rousey is winning. Um and if she does, then you know, Nia Jax basically gets the run that she, we kind of expected her to, which was kind of a half-assed as as most of her most of her run has been since she entered WWE. Uh, last man standing for the WWE Championship. I really don't know what to make of this because they I've lost so much faith in Shinsky. I've so much lost so much faith in AJ. Um, I, I know that they can put on a great great match. I know this in my bones that they can. But well, I don't understand what this what I think I personally thought this was gonna be like a like a two out of three fours match or an Iron Man match or something. Or, you know, no DQ match so that they couldn't, you know, or no don't no count out match. I don't understand I, I mean, I, I suppose I get it from the whole if it's a last man stand, it means that um they can't be counted out because that's the whole point, is they're meant to be counted out. Um, but I just don't, I don't, you know, especially in a PG era, it's going to be very neutered. We're not going to be seeing blood. It's going to be very, it'll, you know, it, this is going to end with a no contest. We know it is. It's going to end with Shinsky busting AJ Open and then them going, oh, to no contest because, because, it just because. And, uh, but my prediction is, no, my prediction is that, I predict that it's going to be a no contest. I reckon it's going to be another terrible ending to a, ter- a match. It'll either be a double double knockout or it'll be thrown out. Uh, the first money in the bank, obviously, for the World Championship contract, obviously, Braun Strowman, Finn Balor, The Miz, Rusev, Bobby, Lash- uh, Bobby Roode, Bobby Lashley, Bobby Roode, uh, Kevin Owens, Samoa Joe and one of the New Day, uh, Big E, Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods. I think this will be an interesting match simply because there are so many people in there who do deserve that rub, but it's who can actually pull off a money in the bank. And I think it's going to be Joe. I, I think it's going to be Samoa Joe. I think Samoa Joe deserves the arrogance. He's got the arrogance behind him to basically keep that going. And I think Joe will be the kind of person, I kind of hope, who will cash it in Rather than be a sneak move, it being a I want you at Sul- S- Summer Slam" or "I want you at this," so it would be almost like a um, "you, you, I'm going to demand." Or uh, you know what I would what I would do if to to make this. If, 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 I don't even know how to describe it. What I would probably do, just to sort of for all haze and everything, because I say I, you know I'm kind of getting sick and tired of Brock Lesnar not being there. Is have it where. Chamoa Joe cashes in his is at a raw and says Brock Lesnar needs to attend at this particular raw and I'm cashing in my money in the bank at that time and then make it a massive almost you know pay-per-view like level you know, we don't care about pay-views anymore it's all on the network you know it doesn't matter who who you know you probably get more subscribers for the network if you say it's going to be on raw have the build up to it uh, say so it's going to be the, the last raw of the of the of the month or something like that and then have Samoa Joe, Brock Lesnar, main event at Honor Raw. Uh, but I, I think it's going to be Samoa Joe who wins this. Money in the Bank uh, for the Women's Championship. I'm, all I'm going to predict is that it's actually going to be a woman that wins it this time and not James Ellsworth. So it's down with Ember Moon, Charlotte uh, Flair, Alexa Bliss, Becky Lynch... Natalia, Lana, Naomi, and Sasha Banks, and it's almost like for me, this feels like it's one of those matches. Unlike the men's one, where there's only maybe one person in there who I don't think is going to win it, and that's one, obviously one of them, the New Day. Um, with this one, there's a few people who could go on to be you know, the, ch- the champion. Uh, that go on, so there's there's no. The, the, With the women's one, there's a couple who would, but obviously Lana, we know she's not going far. Natalia, they're not doing anything with Natalia. Um, Same with probably Naomi and, I don't know, does Sasha Banks deserve it still? I think I've always said Becky Lynch really needs some kind of rub. She really does. I don't think they should give to Ember Moon. Um, Charlotte can get this on her own. Uh, Same with Alexa Bliss. I think Becky Lynch, I want to put my money on Becky Lynch because I think she really needs it, you know. I, I mean, there was a story recently about how, you know, she felt like she'd fallen. Same with Sasha Banks. I think both of these women, especially Sasha Banks, they fall so far away from the main event scene that it won't be long before we hear about, you know, they're very disgruntled. I mean, Sasha Banks seems to be always annoyed at where her spot is anyway. Um, so wouldn't be surprised if she starts demanding more. But I think Becky Lynch is someone who deserves it, and uh, hopefully Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey. I mean, the, the 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 one match. I mean, if it was Charlotte that won it, that's it'd be obviously Charlotte wins it, Ronda Rousey wins the championship, and then it's obviously Ronda versus Charlotte, maybe Summer Slam. But I kind of want Becky Lynch to win it. Um, I think she would be very good um, in that role. Um, And I I think she could, I think if you look at it from the point of view, it's always usually a heel that has the the money in the bank. Alexa Bliss is probably the one to have that, or maybe Sasha Banks, bring her back the whole boss character. But I kind of want Becky Lynch. I'm putting my money on Becky Lynch. I always do. Uh, I like Becky Lynch. I think she's very good. I think she's got a great character. It's just a shame that just feels like no one wants to put anything behind her. Uh, so that's all from me in regards to that. Uh, I'll, I'll hopefully, um, I'll be giving my thoughts on the on the Money in the Bank pay for you once I've watched it, and hopefully, I'll be able to have a look, see what's going on with that. Um, but as always, if you want to get to in touch with me. Easiest ways on Twitter: DJS316 through Wrestling Audio uh, Wrestling Audio website through Facebook page. Lots of ways to get in touch with me. Well, thank you much for listening. My name's Dangerous Dave, and you're listening to WrestlingAudio.com. Woo! This has been a presentation of WrestlingAudio.com, and most of all. I'm sick of you fans who actually buy into that crap. The time you've spent listening, you'll never get back.